episode 11, the Merch Podcast, we are back. Uh, we're joined today by Curtis Elliott, very big handsome Northern Irishman. I was just thinking there when you said big handsome guy, I'm fed up with good looking people coming on this. <laughs> I feel like you should send people like a paper bag, they just, put, they just put that over their head and we kind of see their... Got the wee eye holes out and they know... Uh... I, I was pure Russian for a shower and I was trying to shave. I feel like I feel like Tyrus, and I go all the way through it, and like it's cut out like those big, big, big hair. <laughs> I was like, I need to get this, and then I had to get the way into bed. And I was the like, good thing is, mate, enough. you've got the lights on this side, so you're sorted. <laughs> you can't see the other side, so you're fine. Wee bits here. <laughs> That's um, alright. Right, so Curtis, mate, thanks for coming on. Right, First day, uh, long distance guest that we've had. Still British, still British waters, isn't it? You're still Aye. British waters, aren't you? Oh, well, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I cut this. What's been happening, mate? What's been going on since lockdown? So, what's the situation over there? Are you pretty much the same as? Um, I think same we're. As I think we're a bit behind England. I think we're probably about the same as you. So, right. we our shops just opened at the start of the week. Um, so we just have our retail just opened back up. I'm still off right. on furlough. I work in an office, so. I don't know when I'm furloughed to. Same as the gyms, they're still closed till I think the 24th of July. Um, and right. the bars open again on the 24th of July or something like that. So yeah. I think that's roughly where we're at with the have you, coronavirus have you been situation. You're just enjoying it like a big I, holiday. I, I love it. I completely <laughs> love it, yeah. Get the 80% of the way to sit in the house and play Call of Duty. Go up, go up every mountain peak you can see. So yeah, it's been what, pretty good. What's your average Call of Duty time per day? Six hours, seven hours, maybe. You you see eight before we come on. <laughs> it's probably in the right name. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not well, right, day, maybe, so. I've played it for I think it's twelve days playing time, and it's only been out three months. So <laughs> I find it. Hard. I think it's such a hard game. Then I just player? have two. I just have two mates that are really good, so I just stick with ones. They just wait. <laughs> Mate, you need to do a quad and get me involved because I'm absolutely oh, wrong. So, um, oh, that's a good game. So, you so you've been off for what, about 13 weeks now then? Oh, about 13 weeks I've been off, yeah. And you, you'd, you'd set yourself a wee challenge you just told us before, before right, we so, started recording. <laughs> so basically, long story short, I had the house to myself for the last year because my mum's been away to Australia living with my brother. Right. But she just got home last week. And obviously, rules have to change when your mum gets back because she makes the rules. But for 12 weeks straight in lockdown, I says, I'm going to enjoy myself, my time off the gym. And I ate a Domino's every single night for 12 weeks. <laughs> During lockdown. <laughs> is, that, is that how you put the camera up here, mate? So Aye, so that's what that. I've that. <laughs> actually lost, mate. Oh, I was going to ask you, I took screenshots here, like, what you looked like like before uh, you went to gym and that. And told you to stone up and take your tap off at the end. Had it been class? Have you have you put on hundreds of weight? You said you've lost weight. No, I've, I've lost weight. I've probably I think I was sitting in around eleven percent body fat before lockdown, and now I'm sitting at about twenty three, twenty four. So, that's, but I've lost cool. weight, so I've lost a lot of muscle. Like, uh, uh, I haven't left a one bit of weight in fourteen weeks, so not too fast. Pizza and the PlayStation controls the, the heaviest time uh, you've lifted. Years as well. <laughs> years. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. Really it. Was your birthday one? Oh, thank you. Sorry, birthday two days ago. My mate. My mate as well. My mate. No, <laughs> I've not told him. When, uh, when was your birthday? 
Uh, 22nd of June. So, Appreciate it. Was that just the other day? Celebrations just finished. Just finished. That was a... Was last night? Ah, you can tell me. Social, di- <laughs> social distance drinks. <laughs> um, so I, we'll, we'll go back. We'll get into the whole nitty gritty here about Cutler Street. So I don't know if did you see, did you said he's international, but if you can tell me that, he's from Northern Ireland. So yes. what was growing up in Northern Ireland like? Was it just the same as what it would be? Well, it was just normal. It was normal for me because it was just where I grew up. Um, obviously, when you grow up and get out of the country, you realise it's a bit mental <laughs> and everyone's scared of you because obviously the voice is a wee bit more aggressive and like when you're telling people stories, it's a bit mad. So I grew up basically Protestant Catholics. I grew up as a Protestant. Uh, primary school, all Protestant. Uh, mixed boys and girls. And then secondary school, um, all Protestant and all boys as well. So you never really got the thing to mix with people. And at the time, I didn't know because it was just my friends and that's where I was from. And then obviously went to school. That was my friend. That's where it was from. And then when you get a bit older, you start mixing. Obviously, Protestant, Catholic, Protestant, Catholic. And you start realizing it's really sed- like segregated. Like it's split the community. Um, now, there is cross community schools, but there is quite a lot of like all Protestant and all Catholic schools, uh, which I don't know why. Whereabouts in Northern Ireland did you grow fix up? It. Belfast. So North oh, Belfast. Yeah, so basically right in the centre of the mix. Oh, so yeah. you have the you have the Shankill Road and the Falls Road. <laughs> um and probably five by ten minutes away from that. Um so yeah, it was it's you can see the divide so you can but you don't notice it when you're younger. Yeah. See, uh, see but when you grow you up then you start to notice it. When you went primary school it was boys and girls and then you went to secondary school and it was all boys. Did you question that? Yeah. Like, why why is that? I see it never at the time because you were a kid. Um, now, don't get me wrong, my mum wanted to send me to a mixed school that was boys and girls and Protestant Catholics. But obviously, when you're younger, you just want to go where your friends are going. Yeah, so right. that's yeah, the closest right. school yeah. to us. And obviously, every boy just wants to play football. And it was a footballing school. So it was like, I want to go there and I want to play football. So it was the best school for football. So um, it was like, you just want to go and play football because you've never really done anything else. But uh, you've only interested um, in girls at a time. But nah, yeah. not at the time. Not at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, just the football. How did you go on with football? I was alright. I played for the county um, for two years, County Andrew, but we're the best county. And then um, played for my local team, to Shankill, for seven years and then went to Crusaders for a while. Crusaders, oh, I think yeah. they won the league last year. Um, and I went to Australia and just never played again. Never so, see, when you're about football, and obviously with the with the divide between the Protestants and Catholics, yeah. see when you were see when you were playing football, was there ever a time where you came up against like a Catholic team? Oh, I mean, it was it's pure mental. I played for Shankill Juniors, and Shankill is the most known Protestant place in Northern Ireland, probably. Right. Um, so, at the time, I was always like. You had your wits about you. You weren't like I wasn't a daft kid. I never, I never went out to fight ever. Like I never was in a fight when I was a kid. But when you're captain of Shankill, when you're under tens, you're going out and you've got a lane of fifty people playing for a Falls Road team, and they're all Catholic, <laughs> and you've got fifty dads shouting at you, "Come kill him, kill, kill the bastard! <laughs> we want to win this trophy." And like, wait, you're ten? At the time, it's normal because you never knew anything different. So mm. it was always really like 
our team, it was always known that we were the tough. We were a tough team to play against because we were always, you know, what I mean, where we're from. Um, when you went out to play like the country teams, they're like, "Oh shit, we're playing Shank all day. They're going to kick a life out of us." Because <laughs> we, like, we didn't realize it at the time, but when you were under twelve, we used to bring about a hundred people to a match, and you're like, "This is mad." Uh, <laughs> it, you know what I mean? She, she, been, she been saying like crossing Catholics, right? Was it was it a religion thing, or was it was it more Celtic and Rangers? What, what was the biggest? Yeah. Thing? So when you. When I realised, obviously, when you're when you're growing up, it's majority. Well, Kenny's a bit of a weird one because he's Catholic but supports Rangers. Um, <laughs> so I suppose that's something somebody from Northern Ireland going to forget that, would they? No, no that, you don't forget that. I was like, that's a bit strange. You're you're looking at attention. You are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so basically, where I'm from, if you are born Protestant, you support Rangers. If you're born Catholic, you support Celtic. Now, no one in Northern Ireland is religious, basically. Now, you obviously get your odd few, but no one, like, if you ask someone, are you religious? They're like, nah, I don't believe in God. So it's very much political. So it's very much like unionist, nationalist, Republican, unionist, loyalist, stuff like that. Um, but it's very much Ranger Celtic. That's that's what it is. So you work you work it out. So if you go out to town, you're having a drink, you get people that look a wee bit dodgy and they're like, ah, oh, where are you from? And straight away, you have to be like, ah, oh, Belfast. And they're like, where? And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> you're like, I'm in Ford here. And you're like, oh, North Belfast. <laughs> Postcode. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, so, is, it, is it quite hard then if you, if you go to, is that, is that a question that would get asked quite a lot then? Like, where, where is he from? What team do you people, or something like that? Or? You work it out by names. So people's names, like, you would know if it's an Irish name or like, right. like a, a Protestant right. name. So Curtis is... For enough like eight years in Belfast and never been in a fight but I think that's just me because I always avoided the fight I not avoided them but I was always able to get out of the way of them. yeah so don't mean I'll go out on Saturday to have a drink and uh, relax not go out to have a fair day if I wanted to do that you'd join an MMA club (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so so that's still very much the same situation just now it would be yeah you would it, it wouldn't be as bad but it would be pretty. People would be trying to work you out, for say. Right. It's probably more so for the protection of themselves sometimes because they are a wee bit worried. Do you know what I mean? Like, for example, if I was sort of talking to a fella in a club and he was like, oh, what's happening, mate? Talking to a girl or whatnot. And they were like, oh, do you want to go back to a party? The first thing you asked is, where is it? Because <laughs> if you go back to a party and you're, do you know what I mean? And you don't know what they're like and stuff like that. But it, it works both ways. Do you know what I mean? People. It's it's a lot more chill now. People there's a lot more ways to it, but you still have your odd selection for you, which you do everywhere that that occur. Do you know what I mean? That's uh, mental on it because see when you think about obviously Kenny and I both grew up in Glasgow, so you, there there is I think not so much now. I think it's calmed down an awful lot, but mm. it was at the time like if you were out on a night out and somebody said who do you support, I don't think it would end up in a fight per yeah. se. But I, I get the impression if you did over there, it would might end worse than a fight. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it used to be way worse. It did used to be way worse. Um, like, because the troubles only ended, like, in the 90s or something, like, just before I was born. Um, but you still sort of, sort of, are, like, the my generation now have grew up with Protestants and Catholics, no mixing. So it's very much, I have a, a load of friends that are Catholic, a load of friends that are Protestant. Um, like, my ex-girlfriend stuff was Catholic and was stuff, um, just all mixed like that. But, a lot of the time, it was 
your the older generation was always scared because it was there was like with the troubles there was checkpoints and stuff. So like the British Army had checkpoints and you wanted to go certain places and Belfast was getting bombed and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I guess you, pre- so it was like the British Army against the IRA, obviously. Uh, um, just to try and ignore Ireland to Ireland and it's still good on now and Parliament has been out of work for like three years and stuff like that because they don't agree getting paid full wage but it's it's still ongoing like but it's it's a bit crazy because you just sort of avoid it because you don't care about it uh, but it is still there have you have you ever been to um, Republic Island? yeah yeah right. so it was, it was down last week pick up my mum from the airport he... right, you're, your connection went so wobbly. yeah, it was down last week. But basically, who am I? Hello. You would need to pick your mum up, and so it's just it's just like normal. You would need to be yeah. scared to go to the Republic Island. It's... Nah, nah, nah. It's not not like that. It's 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 not really the Irish that we fight because they're from Ireland and they have got their uh-huh. own way. It's more so people in Northern Ireland or the North of Ireland, whatever you want to call it. So basically, Catholics will be like north of Ireland, and Protestants will be like northern Ireland, um, mm-hmm. and then it's just small stuff like that could get you in a fight in town. Do you know what I mean? If if people wanted to be picky about it, so you've always sort of watch what you say because you're scared to get get someone's bad side. Um, but it would be very much so. We have there's something like thirty two counties in the whole of Ireland. So the island of Ireland are thirty two counties. Um, I think now don't quote me on that, but in Northern mm-hmm. Ireland. In Northern Ireland, there's there's six, so it's um, Love and Derry slash Derry. Adam Down, Tyrone, Fermanagh, Armagh, something like that. Um, but basically, what it was was obviously that's Northern Ireland is the six counties, but if you're from Ireland, you still call it the thirty-two counties. So they still believe mm-hmm. it's the island of Ireland. So it went way back to like way back to Norman times when they come over, basically took over England and then the English kings were like part of like ruling Ireland as well. Um, and then it went to King Henry was sort of in charge of Ireland or something like that. And he wanted to marry like Catherine of Oregon or whatever, wherever, whoever it was. And the Pope didn't let it happen. So he went against the Catholic Church and created the Church of England, which was then Protestant against the Catholic Church. So that's what caused Protestantism. So that's what basically happened. And then it just divided. And then the Scots on the English sort of settlers come over. And like, I don't know, it was like a family or something. They come over and they like took over the four main counties, which were like Ulster, right. uh, which was like sort of Northern Ireland. So they like settled there. So it was majority Protestant. And then they still haven't really worked out <laughs> who owns it. <laughs> because it still it like came to like the... Back in nineteen like sixteen or something, there was like the Easter raisin, but it was agreed that they were able to call it Ireland. Yeah. But there was an opt-out for Northern Ireland, but there was a vote. So that's something like that happened anyway. I honestly I don't know too much about it. I oh, don't focus on it. I'm gonna say like spoke ten minutes about it. Is that is that a thing though that you would like because you just rhymed all that off, right? I would they have known the first thing. Is that something that gets kind of drummed into you when you're growing up in school and stuff like that? Do they teach you about that or do you just look into yourself? See, honestly, it's in schools, it's not too it's not too drummed in in schools. I think more Catholic schools is drilled in, but Protestant right. schools, for me, we didn't hear too much about it because 
I, honestly, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why. Probably we're in the wrong. Probably with the English just come over and took it. What does that talk? What does that talk about? <laughs> Okay. But, a big elephant in the room like that. Oh, <laughs> just, just leave the cover on that big thing over there. <laughs> but you sort of just have to go research it because when you're when you're raised past your hang, all you hear is stupid stories and you have to take away a pinch of salt. So I just went and done obviously a load of research when I was a kid. Uh-huh. It was like, I want to actually get to the bottom of this, who actually owns it. And I still don't know. I still <laughs> still confused. So Can you can you think of any like uh, like certain situations or anything, anything spring to mind about when you know there may have been some sort of altercation with Protestant or Catholic or can you well, think it? Y- it was why just don't we talk about the. It was the, just the like the main one for me. Yeah, twelfth of July. Ah, yeah, um, let's talk about but the main the main one for me for where you actually seen it was when it, when we used to go to the school. So we used to go to school past. Do you know Ardoin? Do you know where Ardoin is? You heard of Ardoin? Yeah, I don't know where it is. You'll you hear story, got a couple of stories about it. So basically where I drive to go to secondary school, our school bus used to drive past Ardoin. Right. And it used to get obviously pelted with stones. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to get pelted with stones for that. So from like first to fourth year it was a thing. And then obviously more CCTV came out and it just sort of just sort of stopped. That's that's what happened. But for years kids? and years, it was, was just, it adult? Uh, it was just kids. It was so our bus used to drive past. Our bus used to drive past there. Um, and then their school bus, they would have been waiting on their school bus. So obviously, they just wait and then they just, it's uh, school kids and just school kids, <laughs> school kids being school kids at the time. But when you look uh, back, it's like, that's mad. <laughs> so it's funny because it's so funny, but it's similar to. I don't know if you had the same Kenny, but when I obviously grew up in Glasgow, it's no, it's not so much a, a political or religious divide. It's more of a kind of like scheme by scheme. So like a certain area would when you like another area. So it's yeah. probably some of the same things because I remember being in the school bus as well, and people throwing stones just if you drive by a certain area or another school or something. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it's probably similar, but a lot more. There's there's this uh, religion and stuff. Uh, I know what you mean. It's a, lot, it's a lot more serious. That's just because a guy stays down the street for you, throwing stones at your yeah. bus. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds merdad. I think it's more the fact, I, see to be fair, I think it's more the fact people telling you not to do it. You know, like the police were like, oh, don't do that. Like, And the kids are like, I'll go do it. So, yeah, so, because it was weird because you had your, so for example, you had your people from Ardoin, for example, and then you had your people from the Shankle. Now they live probably, a hundred meters apart, not even like a, a stone throw apart, right? So hey. in the twelfth, in the twelfth, in the twelfth of July, <laughs> in the twelfth of July, um, there's this road. So you have to walk. So the bonds have to walk down past Ardoin shops. Now Ardoin, on one side, is Catholic, and the other side is called Twadale. But the bonds have to walk down that road to go to the twelfth of July because that has always been their route, and they need to walk down that road. So <laughs> they needed to walk down that road. But what happened? was the police were like okay the catholics don't want you to walk down that road so what we're going to let you do is walk down the road but on the way back we're not going to let you walk home oh and that caused mayhem so (laughs) (laughs) so what happened was for the last it only got resolved like last year um so let them walk down the road in the morning didn't let them walk back up and what happened was they camped out in campsites for four years until they were allowed to walk back up the road every single night for four years it's even you think about it, like it's the same with the Ormsbok here, right? I, I, <clears throat> obviously, 
I don't agree with anyone. I just think it's just daft, right? It's just stupid to me. Daft. But yeah. so see when you see if you're see if you're walking down one road and you know it's like a, a predominantly Celtic or Catholic, it's just you're just provoking people. You're not trying to. <laughs> So that's all it is. That's all, that's all it is. It's, it's just for the wind up. So basically, their their story the was. <laughs> their, their story was. It's it's just sort of have something to do. It's honestly sort of have something to do. Like I've never I never go to the twelfth. I've never been to see a bomb parade. Like I just don't go because I don't like the noise. It just does me in because I'm normally hungover. <laughs> I'm like that's just doing my head and they just take up the street every single day for like six months. It's like you're driving down to go to a shop and just take a street take up a street and you're behind them for an hour. Mm. <laughs> but, but yeah so what happened was I think Todell don't quote me but I think Todell was mainly Todell and Ardoin was mainly Protestant and then Catholics came in sort of took over it and then that's what happened and then the, they always used to walk up down that road and then they were stopped and then because someone tells them no the dummy comes out of the prom and stuff like that so what about the what about the Catholics very petty over here did the Catholics get the Hibernian walk because we the Celtic have the Hibernian walk area right haven't seen nah. it. <coughs> don't seen it. Don't know. Even over here, though, it's very small. Do you know what I mean? It's nothing, it's nothing yeah. big. It's like, no, maybe, maybe like no, 12 it's streets. Big. Or it's no, huge, it's huge. Uh, the, the Orange Walk on the 12th? No, the Orange Walk. We're talking about the Hibs Walk. The Hibs Walk, sorry. sorry Aye, the Hibs Walk isn't any big at all. I was just sticking up for my walk because I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting my big sash on and all that. Songs. Come on, the, the orange, but the blue and red white dangers. It's um, like a so like country in Spartan. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many orange holes here, though, Gavin. I could, I could oh, point out. Look, it's huge. There's one just in the road for you, eh? Aye, literally, literally in the road for me. When I stayed at my mum's, you could see it for the from a window. Right. Here's, a, here's a thing, right? See, even uh, um, Mark and an old group of mates, um, every single one of them are Rangers fans, right? So, yeah. because if you used to go to the pub, they would all go to the Rangers club. Yeah. Local Rangers club. I went club. there, it was, it was there actually. It was Aye. there there's six loads. months ago. There's loads. There's loads in there in Glasgow anyway. But um, see if it was an old firm or something like that, I could, I could go there. I wouldn't watch it there, but I would go there afterwards, yeah. and everybody knew I was a Celtic yeah. fan, and there wasn't any yeah. sort of animosity or the, do you know what I mean? There was nothing. It was just all banter. Do you think that would ever be able to happen, Northern Ireland? Yeah, see, you don't, you don't know. Like I have loads of, like a lot of the, a lot of the time we you would have friends. To, like if you if you're friends, they'd be able to make so much a football match. But I couldn't because I don't do it. But I couldn't walk. I wouldn't feel comfortable if I walked on the falls and walked into it. Celtic bar, Celtic <laughs> Rangers top on. Do you know what I mean? It wouldn't. I don't think it would go down too well. Now I think it's more due to the the person, probably. Do you know what I mean? Because uh, I would consider myself a Rangers fan, but see if any of them songs started. I, like I walk out, I would walk out or walk away, or that would do my head in. Do you know what I mean? So you don't know. It's more perspective because there is a lot. I think it's settling down a lot more now because a lot more people like Facebook and stuff and you know people. So uh, the likes of football when I was a kid, you played in the, say the county team and half of it was Catholic, half of it was Protestant. Um, and then the next minute you would go and play rival football and you would hate each other, but uh, you would live across the street from each other, play football. But as soon as say the 12th of July starts, you would throw stones at each other. And it's like, what's going <laughs> on here? I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's as if there's that, no parks and we just need the day out. <laughs> uh, do, you think, do you think social media and like, the internet and stuff like that maybe kind of broke the walls down a wee bit and it's no, uh, it turns out that guy across the road who's a Catholic, just the same as you, 
Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, I think it was common sense when you were a kid as well. When you actually like, because they've done a lot of, they started doing a lot of cross community with the schools, so you had to go and spend time with a Catholic school, uh, like a couple of hours every week. Um, which they forced, then you they forced people to inter- interact. Like, so they sort of bribed the kids. So it was like, do you just want to get out of school for an hour? Um, you have to go around <laughs> the about what. We Sean O'Malley there. <laughs> but uh, so I was like, oh, yes, what are we doing? It's like, oh, you're just going to play football instead of doing Maz. You're like, oh, I'll do it. I don't sweat. Oh. <laughs> so, I think it worked. I did it. They're still doing it now, but it did work wonders, to be fair, because then you sort of just realize, Jesus, like, it doesn't mean anything. Um, but at the same time, the first, probably my first. First time I sort of was friends with, like, meeting someone from the other side, because obviously I was saying I, was, I grew up a Protestant area, Protestant school and stuff, was I joined a football team, which was Shankle Juniors at, the, like, age of 10 or 9. Um, I was pretty shy, though, but my first week there, this guy turned up, and he had Celtic shin guards on, I was, like, freaking out, and I was like, this guy's going to hurt me, he's going to scare me. <laughs> but it turned out he was from Ardoin, so it was, like, proper, like, Catholic, like pure Catholic. And- and oh. it's the first ever time I sort of was mixing with someone. I was like, Jesus, yeah. this guy, like, he has massive balls to come and play for, like, Shankle Juniors, do you know what I mean? Uh, Which was uh, really cool at the time, because you never seen anything like it. And then that sort of broke it. And then for me, anyway, because then you just started seeing, because sort of word got around, because Shankle was probably the best team at the time up around uh, North Belfast. And then next minute, it was flooding in with Catholics. Like, everyone just wanted to come flooding. and play for us. Yeah. I think he actually so, did have, have big balls, or do you think he just didn't care? Do you think he was just like, I, I just want to notice, maybe? I think, I think, no, I think his dad just sort of was like, okay, well, you're a good footballer, and we want you playing yeah, for the yeah. best team, so I'm going to go down and make sure it's okay. So he just brought him down. That was sweet. So, like, that's, that's like, see, see if somebody turned, like, if when I was younger, if somebody said you were to play for Rangers, like, I would bite your hand off for it, even on a Celtic yeah. fan. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't, yeah. it's probably ah, a no, bit different here. No, no, would you have done that when you were a wee guy? Would you have ah, said that when you were a wee guy? Ah, no, ah, you would have. Ah, yeah, would have, 100%. I wasn't yeah, brought, yeah, brought up like, to hate Rangers. I, I, just, I was brought up to love Shell. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, just love, you love your team. Oh, yeah. well, that's another way of looking at Gavin, isn't it? <laughs> oh. So, although, like, when it comes to an old firm, you don't like that team for 90 minutes, but see afterwards. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What's, ah, what's I the point? Know. So, I, I, I definitely, 100% have had the opportunity at any point in my life to play for... Rangers in a hundred percent, a professional team, and it's it's a it's a lot different now with people being like uh, selfish. You look you look you look at it. It used to be proper. You had to play for the team you loved. Whereas that, it's uh, like there's an extra there's an extra hundred grand a week. Go and play for whoever you want. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just watching boys jump ship left, right, and centre now. There's always the like, a wee small minority of people though, and they'll still stick by this. I hate Catholics and uh, all that. It's wild. Eh? Crazy. <laughs> it's like, do you believe in God? It's like no. It's like, well, you can't even be. <laughs> you can't even be past that they're Catholic. You can't be religious uh, if you don't believe in God. Uh, exactly. <laughs> do you even know? Do you even know what you are? She's <laughs> still politics. I mean, that's, that's, so, that's that's unbelievable. Twenty four, you're currently sir. Twenty four. Because it was your birthday. So about fifty. I, uh, uh, I saw the I saw the twelve weeks of dominoes, mate. That's just done that. It's bad. It's bad. Have you died in the silver? I did, I did for a while, and then realised that no one realised that I were her. Everyone was like, so, "You're looking a bit older." <laughs> so, all that, and then your brother was living in Australia at the time, eh? 
Yeah, so he moved when, out. When, I did, was... when did Trevor? When did Trevor leave? I tell us that. Mm. So I was ten. He was twenty. He was twenty-one. So he he left here when he was twenty-one. Two thousand and seven. Um. So I was. What does that mean? I was ten. I think it was ten. Or... No. Right. Thirteen. It's it's no it's no a big deal about the age. Right? So <laughs> it's just it's just, <laughs> it's just right, so you, then you turned eighteen. Were you eighteen? You were seventeen. Yeah. So I was. He was twenty-one, and then he lived there. He's lived there now for thirteen years. Uh-huh. Did he, so, why did he go? Just, just out of interest. Sorry. Just, you just wanted, just, just wanted it. to go. Yeah. So it was a bit mad to be him and his six mates were meant to go, and all six of his mates pulled out in the last minute. So he just went by himself. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. So it was only him and his six mates, and all his six mates pulled out in the last minute. Um, and then he went. The mount, I mount. I have an uncle lives over there. So he lived with my uncle for a month, and then went off and done his own thing. So his first job he got was. Working at Fiddlers, where I worked eight years after that. Which was that? Which Fiddlers was that? It's an Irish bar. Oh, my nickname was Prodi. <laughs> so, <laughs> that worked well. But I, yeah, for the first while, I was like, they were like, where are you from? I was like, um, Ireland. <laughs> 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 where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> so, so you did. So you just decided to go over and see your brother, really, for the year. You just thought. No, so see my what happened was we we it was my 18th birthday, so I just left school on the 20th of June, and my 18th birthday was the 22nd of June. And what then on the 20th, the yeah. What is it? What memory you've got? Oh, I know, I know. It's, it's I always I'm good with it. <laughs> and then we left for Brazil on the 25th, so we went to Brazil for the World Cup. All right. So. That was six years ago, and we, yeah, we, we stayed in Brazil for a month, but my brother's best friend was Brazilian, so we stayed with him and just done what we had to do, and then I moved to Australia for a year, and I was meant to, I was meant to, I wanted to stay in Australia, but we couldn't get the visa, so I ended up going home to go to uni in Liverpool to try and get a law degree to then go back out to Australia with my law degree, but that just didn't work out for me, but my year in Australia, my first job I got, I worked in Fiddler's Green, and I worked there for like two months. And the next minute, this wee glossy walked in, the Scottish fellow, and I was like, "Who's this guy? This guy's pretty funny." So he wouldn't <laughs> talk to me for a while, and I was like, "Right." So I made a joke, and I was like, "I can't remember what the joke was, but it was something from Dumb and Dumber anyway." And he finished the joke, and I was like, "This guy's great banter." <laughs> so it was Kenny, or it was Kieran. It was Kieran, Kenny's friend. Oh, Kizzy. Um, yeah. So I was like, "This guy's really cool." So. Me and him were vibing for a while, and I was like, "Oh, who are you here with?" And he's like, "I'm here, my I'm here, my best mate. He's up doing farming, and that was Kenny." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "He's a he's a really funny guy. You, you'd like him." And I was like, "I won't like him because he's your mate, and uh, you're <laughs> not you're not my mate, and I don't want rival of a friend." This <laughs> is actually did give actually heard this. Uh, he actually did see that. Oh, did <laughs> he did tell people that? Uh, Be fair, Keezy is pretty, he's a pretty cool guy, man. So Keezy's uh, a cool guy. But he was working like, because obviously when I met Kenny and Kieran, Damons were living the proper backpacker's life. Whereas I was working, I thought I was living backpacker's life, but I was living the life of it because I had Sky TV, a pool in the house, pool table. Uh, but uh, I was just living up a brewer for 80 quid a week, earning the grand. But next minute, Keys, he's like, oh, I'm just finishing up here and going to my other job. And I'm like, your other job? He was like, oh, I, have to, I have to get a bus now to go to Hingham. It was like four o'clock in the morning, finishing night shift in Fillers Green. Then he was going to do a cleaning job. I was like, just take my car. Like, it's, it's just down the street from me. So we've done that for a while. And he just 
paddled along, stayed my sofa for an hour, got an hour sleep, and then went to his cleaning job because he was trying to save as much money as he could. Um, so and then he's probably just backpackers. You've, you've just looked over this, like, so Curtis didn't know Keezy that long, and he found nah. he had another job, and Curtis went, just take my car, mate. Doesn't know, <laughs> know where he stays. He went, sit in my couch. He's I know, I had, to, I had to ask him first of all if he's a Rangers or Celtic fan, and then he said Celtic, <laughs> and I didn't talk to him for a few days. <laughs> it stung, it stung. Because I was a, uh, this was when I was I was still doing like, it was, it was other stuff, and I'd heard about Curtis, because uh, Lizzie and that were telling me, like, you're kicked out, man. Keezy's you, moved on. He's like, you, you, you've broke That's up. Right. They put this, this so much pressure on me meeting Curtis. I was obviously, I was 26 or something like that at the time, and he's only 18. I'm like, that's fine. Like, I'll meet him and meet him. And then I saw him, and I'm like, okay, he's a big lad, man. He's like six foot three. Like, I don't know. Like, he really didn't hurt me. He could really hurt me. He's taller than you. Curtis was living this like, big, luxurious, like, millionaire's lifestyle. Because I thought it was in our backpack on when I seen his house, like his brother had. Is your brother still stay in that house? No, he built the house last year, so he's built a house. house. Ah, yeah. oh, he's built the house now. So <laughs> I've got a boat. Aye, so he's uh, moved into his new gaff, so he's loving that oh. because he just had a kid there last year and stuff. So I did die. No, as I said, I was before we came. I was messaging him, asking about stories he could dig up on you, but I'm going to tell you later. Depends how cheeky you get, Jonas. I so I came back, I came back from travelling. We had John as well. We, we, me, you, John, and Keezy had the smallest, horriblest, not horrible, but the tiniest wee car for four guys to go travelling in. It was like a, a Mini Cooper, but smaller than a Mini Cooper. Have you seen, have you seen the Inbetweeners movie? The Australia? It was, so that, it was, oh, was that? that big. It was, it was a green Hyundai Coupe. Right. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, the Curtis and Kenny in the back is with the two biggest guys. The back. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. So I've sat here and remembered stories when you've been talking, and then I forgot about them. Um, so I've got a list on my phone here, Kenny, of every single thing that happened on that trip. Did you? Oh, yeah. I have a list. Get them told, man. That's what you want to hear. I remember <clears> the we travelled to the first. We went to our first place, right? and we had this tent because John's so tight-fisted like you know they have this stigmatism that Scottish people are so tight-fisted this guy John English John we might get him on if he listens to this and messages me I might think about it English um, John uh, he's English so there's this stigmatism of Scottish people being dead tight-fisted and we had John's like no no we're most dying in hostels we'll just get a tent I've got a tent my mates and he <laughs> gets a tent <laughs> so we drove we drove for about three and a half hours there and we pulled into this campsite and we've paid our twelve dollars and we've like oh, so alright, let's start building this tent. And I'm like, ah. right, okay. So we had a couple of years and John is hot, but he's so set in building this tent and we're like, ah, there's bits missing here, there's no tent. You couldn't build a tent if you you would have been better. Chopping down trees and shaving the wood and making a teepee. <laughs> this tent for love nor money. It was lashing. It was what? It was lashing. It was lashing that day. Really Because that, that wee couple then. wrapped up beside us and had a fire and all lit in the space of ten minutes. <laughs> this couple, guy, women, popped up a tent, fire on, dinner, and we like that. John, it's no working. This this tent isn't <laughs> what. So there was pegs missing. There was like the legs, you know, the thing that you, you feed through, like the big, the, the top. 
top of the tent was had big holes in it, so I ended up sleeping in the car. Did you, you and John stayed in the tent, didn't you? We stayed in the tent, then I got soaking, <laughs> completely soaking drenched. Yeah. You just went for a shower and breakfast, didn't you? you yeah, and then I was like, this is the first day of travelling and I want to go home. <laughs> I, I've got a list here, can't even see. They go. go. I have a list that's for five years ago, so I can't that's remember half of the stuff on it. But there's it just says Noosa, and then couldn't set up a tent, fall on the face at the beach. Can you remember that? Oh, that's right. When you were kicking a ball, I we just went. No, 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 no. It was the you were racing. Uh, you were racing. Race. Kieran tried to say he was faster than me and I says no you're not and I beat him I got right to the finish line clipped my toe on the beach obviously the sand and fell and flapped my face in the finish line that's right so you won oh man and then I didn't win nah face was over the finish he fell flat I wish I'd videoed that that's right you've sent me this list Rainbow Beach don't remember John losing his wallet. Was that where we nah, took over that hostel? Was that when we pure took over the hostel? Uh, and we were playing like games and uh, that's right. Thing tap roulette. Yeah. So we were right. playing tap roulette, yeah, right? <laughs> and it would it's a finger. You get, you get all your fingers and you put it on the phone. And it goes around. And it stops on a finger. Right. And then that person has to be a dare. Right. So <laughs> we, there was always there was always at like five o'clock we'd go right. Right. Who's paying for the drink tonight? We'll do tap roulette. <laughs> So it was just, you got like five litre boxes of wine. That's all we drank. Getting on. John, John is so tight-fisted, man. He always lost, like, he skint. anything. He would, no, but he, he was skint, but he would always do a dare. But I was the complete opposite. I'd, I'd money at the time, but I hated doing the dares. But every single time we'd done the one for the drink, John had the best. <laughs> <laughs> so he, was, he was spending like, like $40, $50 a night on buying everybody a drink. <laughs> <laughs> he was, yeah, he'd worked hard, uh, he was skint. It's not his tight fisted, he was just skint. Oh, he um, was skint, so he was. So the list of, the list of dares were like, I had, there's a, a space for cooking, so you'd be talking about your hot, 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 so I lost it and had to stand up, stare at the wall, no communicate with anybody for three minutes. And it was the most horrible. Most things, that was the most horrible thing I had to do. So where was this? Was this in a restaurant? No, it was a hostel. Oh, right, right, okay, right, right, okay. No, in a restaurant. We were, we were a bit mad. We were only that mad. So look at bars and hostels. Remember the... Ah, aye, aye. Ah, right, okay. You didn't buy the drinks for the bars, but you went out and you bought it and you brought it back. Aye, aye. Do you remember your woman in the, it was like a, a restaurant we went to, it was, but it was early doors, it was like 10am, and Keezy lost, and every single time he lost, he had to say, oh, it's really chill new sexy vibe in here. <laughs> <laughs> and he done it to your woman, and she just stirred on him <laughs> for about two minutes. <laughs> so it's too early in the morning for us, I don't need this. I remember, oh, I remember that night, John had to, or was it you, had to sell a party? We had to tell somebody that Chad Hogan had a party. Chad Hogan. Kevin Bridges. <laughs> Chad right. Hogan was hosting a party in room 308. You have, you have to be there. Um, oh, that was so good. Do you remember the... I'm looking at it here. Do you me, remember me and... You, we were playing the beach volleyball, you and Kieran against me and John. Yes, and we were down like 10 points. We were You were down 10 points. And I went, burn up. Because it was the first time we bet on it. And whoever lost had to wear an item of guards clothing. And mm-hmm. I went, brilliant. Me and John, up by 10 points. Next minute, Keezy and Kenny came back on one. 
So basically, <laughs> me and John lost, but we had the, they had to go and buy us like women's oh. clothing, and we had to wear it the first day on the boat trip. But we weren't allowed to tell people that we lost a bet. So <laughs> the whole day on the boat trip, <laughs> I was on the boat in an extra small butterfly top with frills on it. <laughs> It was like a belly top guy. Was just, oh, well, above, above his, uh, just below his chest. Curtis was like a really big guy, like pure muscly. Like, it stopped here, and then it was all like frills, like tassels, wee tassels that came off the top. With the John, 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 got, John got hot pants, but his hot pants weren't too bad. He got away oh, with them. Pants. <laughs> hey, that's the first too time bad. somebody's ever said that. They hot pants were not too bad. Because he was, because John said, like, slender, like, they did, they did a wee bit baggy. But we we did oh. a, we, we played beach volleyball in the first game we made a dare. So the team that loses had to somebody had to ask a girl for their number. Oh, this is bad. And what was this the other one? Bad. There was another one as well. Alright, but John messed that up. Sure, he went up, asked the girl for a number at the bar, and she gave him it. And uh-huh. then after he gave him it, he went, "Ah, oh, I just I, had, I lost a bet there. I had to do that." And she didn't know what to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was like, she, she felt weak. I said, Joe, why'd you tell her? Because oh, <laughs> oh, people, people think I'm, I'm really bad and I don't know what foot to kick a ball with. But we, were, we were really good at beach volleyball, man. And oh, he's really good. Purely because of Keezy, to be honest. Keezy's good. He's very yeah. good. Kenny Collins yeah. would have stood you in good stead for that though, he's Remember the back when he used to play volleyball? Aye, aye. I love volleyball. It's good. Uh, it's good. You get a hate from me, I've not. So that's aye. why you enjoyed it. But uh, see, sorry on you, mate. They, see when we were buying them items of clothing, uh-huh. we, went into, we went into the wee shop and I had, my, I had a GoPro at the time, I don't know where that is, and uh, I videoed them, like, we had to pick items of clothing out and make it just as if it's just a normal thing to do and they had to go in and try it on and like, walk out and be like, look in the mirror and like, see how they look in it and stuff like that and I'm like, that's really nice, that's really nice and the wee shopkeeper was like, what are you doing man? <laughs> you must have been pure confused about what was happening. Where about in Australia was that? Was that Melbourne? No, no, I, I went to Melbourne for like two days and uh, threw the head up Kenny and went home, oh, didn't I? Aye. That was <laughs> Kenny day. also locked the keys in the car. Oh. One story at a time, Curtis. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that was when we'd done two weeks up the East Coast. Oh, that was right. So the first, day, the first night of driving up the East Coast was the, the tent incident in the, oh, the second. So the second that was about a week after that, wasn't it? We remember, remember we went to Rainbow Beach? Right, no, it was it was Fraser. No, it was Fraser Island, and we bought we bought this thing for two hundred and fifty quid to do a tour for the boat. Aye, and Aye. we got too pissed and just slept. <laughs> we just we just slept, and then we went and sat by a pool. John John was the only one that went to it, didn't he? John went. To it, it was like, a great day. I'm like, Shut up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pure English. <laughs> so, I'm going sightseeing. <laughs> So where, where was it uh, so you, st- you stayed then? Did you just stay in one place all the time? Mainly, and then I tried to do that traveling with Kieran and Kenny, and I just Aye. wasn't cut out for it. So I done the I stayed in Gold Coast because I had a pretty easy there because my brother lived there, and then Adam it was his housemate at the time. So I stayed with them too, and then I worked in Fiddlers just, and then went traveling with Emmons. But I they went down to Sydney for work, I think it was. Didn't ah, kind of? in there for a week, and then I drove week. my car down to get used, collect used, and then we dro- all drove to Melbourne, and then you get done for speeding. I get done for speeding. <laughs> the, the, I think I've, I've not paid it, but I would, I would be all right now, wouldn't I? That's it only takes so many years. <laughs> right, maybe if you pay it, 
<laughs> no, because we gave them uh, Adam's address and said to him, can you let us know if that comes up and it never appeared? <laughs> no, no, it never went back to you. just maybe feel bad for you or something? Just let you maybe. Maybe. Remember. Just, remember. Just, maybe just they went to send it in the post and they didn't want to pay the postage. I don't know why they were there. It was in the middle of nowhere. It was in the middle of the outback. I know, I know. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> About 200 men are in this on Pulsar, 1991. <laughs> I left the week later. You couldn't get a job, job wasn't it? And then you went up kept, north. Uh... I, I kept drinking and I, I couldn't really keep a job. I, and I was just, it was just a bad place for me. Anytime I was there, I was just always drunk. Eh? Like, you just think yeah. more it was like a holiday type thing? I, I, I couldn't get my head around that this place is beautiful, sunny and cool. But I need to make money. <laughs> but his key was able to get that, get his head around that. and I start working hard but was that so what i was saying was that was that the first place that you went to though when you, you met um curtis no you was already out there for a while before no. you actually met no we we'd went to melbourne right and stayed there for 12 years kesey you, you should remember this you, you should we spoke about this hey. when kesey came on the podcast no you know you gavin oh him when I, came I remember on, the time things. skills like what, what you said aye 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 because we're jumping we're jumping but if you pull it out of so we landed in Melbourne. It was horrible. It was like Glasgow, stinking, pouring the rain. Yeah. Um, and a guy we'd met in Thailand was running a bar and said, go to the, the Gold Coast and I'll get you a job selling something. It was something weird. <laughs> I can't really remember. Um, but so we went there and that was us in the surfers and that's where Curtis worked. Right. So it was maybe about a month, months, maybe maybe two months before Curtis met Keezy. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back for the doing that job I was doing, me and Keezy went farming and we kept in touch with Curtis. And then when we came back, we all went travelling together. All right, okay. Oh, so you actually yeah, went sure travelling afterwards then? So you'd been uh, living in obviously Gold Coast, but then you actually went along with them to. Aye, Curtis was living high life, mate. This this house was, you couldn't have stopped the rich. Aye, aye. Do you, know, you actually, do you know your girl, Tommy Hembro? Who? She's on Instagram. Tommy Hembro, you heard Tommy Hembro. She's on Instagram. She's no. like ten million followers. I drove and I was sick when I was driving one of the times, and I, I pulled a hamburger into her tree, and she lived next door to me, and she came battering my door. And I I woke up very sick, not knowing why someone was battering my door, and I didn't realize I crashed into her tree. She lived next door to me. <laughs> Somebody put a doll in your bumper, didn't they? Something in your bumper. What? Because uh, it was a big dent. Aye, aye. But um, Carlos, you need you need to message us uh, her name and I'll tag her in it afterwards. She can uh, yeah, <laughs> she's um, she's pretty. Fe- I didn't know at the time, and then I come home and I seen a video of her boyfriend at the time, and I was like, I know his face. Like I used to train with him at the gym. Um, trained with him like twice. No jets that we used to go to, Kenny. That we jet space. Yeah, um, aye, aye. He was a PT in there, and I trained him a couple of times. But I seen a video of him when I come home and I clicked on his profile 
And then I clicked, obviously, on her profile, and she's like 10 million followers on Instagram. I was like, oh, she's pretty famous. Remember when we were traveling? Sorry, Gavin, you go. No, 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 on you go, mate, on you go. Uh, remember we've done the boat trip like you were saying when we jumped in the water and that, that, that big fish was there <laughs> big George that? oh Keezy was talking about that eh Keezy was talking about that Kenny have you ever got the stuff the uh, so have I've you ever had the the video aye uh, I've got it in my other laptop I'm sure I need to, go, I need to see the mail we're speaking about this I need to go and get it okay. that was that was, <laughs> that was brilliant wasn't it that was because you videoed funny. the whole thing on that GoPro didn't you uh huh aye Remember we were doing whitewater rafting? I went to video it and Keezy had, had a four hour video of his face. <laughs> Keezy was, Keezy's no, we've had Keezy on, I gave he's no technologically like, advanced in any way. Yeah, greatest guy, greatest guy, <laughs> salt of the earth. Um, but he took my GoPro and he's like, oh, that's just dead cool. How does it work? And he just pushed the wee button and, pre- and pressed record and that's it. He's like, oh, right, right. We went to the whitewater rafting and I thought, this is going to be really cool. Like, like, you know, the footage for it will be like, class. So I got there and I've turned it on. It was like low battery. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm telling the guy, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. He's like, what? And I said, my go- I need to get my GoPro. He's like, shut up. <laughs> kept trying to turn it on when I was doing it and it just kept going off. I'm like, oh, it's just broke. I think I spent something like $400 on it. And I'm like, this, is, this isn't this is an extreme sports camera. And I went back, charged it up. No, you, like, you can actually see like, this, like, he's face like that. Like. <laughs> I know this isn't a good like, way of kind of Explain getting it. information across if people listen to this and don't watch it on YouTube. But I just a confused, like a confused look in his face, kind of putting it back and forth, and then just a black screen for three hours, fifty-seven minutes. When just just ran my battery dead. But I have got the footage of doing the uh, what was that called? The what Sundays? George. Uh, George the fish. Well, all I remember is George can go fuck himself. George was It was why were they putting people in that sort of danger? It was, it was wee tiny fish, which are fine, but this thing the women say he was massive. Bite your finger off. I was massive. That first right. day, the wet Sundays was horrible. When I think I forced the boat, the weather the oh, was, was really bad. Brutal. Was I was saying everybody in the boat was sick. Yeah, sick. And then they started fighting. Remember they started fighting. No. The two people on the boat, the two people on the boat, the girl and your fella, the one who was running it, um, they started fighting. Did they? Fell out, aye, they had a proper big fallout. He was calling her slag and all. Oh, wow. Yeah, this this, is, this is just um, made me think we should we should get Keezy back on and cut this at the same time and have a big, uh-huh. you should have a big chat and I'll just ask that questions about travelling. Uh, uh, we, we should get John <laughs> on. Kerry, how did we do that in... Do you remember? Do you remember with Sundays? Hey, was there twenty five people back at our? Remember we were sharing a room with four German guards and we never met them. And then we were like, "There's a party. There's a party back at ours or something." And the next minute there was twenty five people back at our room, and then they had they all got free out within about ten minutes. I, I don't. I think we went done like a reunion. So I think not a reunion, but so you came back for the bit Sundays and the the women who run the boat. I think said, "Listen, we'll all come here and we'll have a party at this bar." Uh, and we all went back to that bar and we were having drinks and stuff and for some reason Keezy's see I feel like Keezy's maybe maybe John said the view for your balcony is amazing we've got the women the women who owned the hostel or the manager of the hostel really liked Curtis like she pure fancied Curtis because his accent 
Because he's acting, not to be his height and looks. Oh, <laughs> aye, he's body. He was doing that with his pecs. He was popping his wee pictorials. So we ended up with this, like, it was a beautiful, beautiful room. Oh, it was um, unreal. And it, uh, you could see the sunrise, and it was huge. It was a really big room. It was for eight people, and this woman had gave it to us. So we invited everybody back, not knowing there was these three German girls in our room. <laughs> and they were all they were all knackered. They like, turned out they'd been driving for like fifteen hours to get to the Whit Sundays trip, which was happening that morning. They, <laughs> so they came to sleep, wake up and go about their travels and we've stormed in the room, we drank and there was twenty five years and we're like <laughs> Who are you? And they're like Who 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 are all of you <laughs> and why are you here? So Keezy's the most good at like kinda speaking to people and like Negotiating. <laughs> negotiating the kind of terms of what's going to be happening. But Curtis was quite friendly with somebody. So he wasn't willing to come out into the balcony with everybody. Um, he was willing to stay inside. <laughs> That's eventually a crack way of putting it, mate. Eventually, <laughs> did. eventually, no, eventually came outside. And there was about 25 years all crammed in this balcony. It was rotten. It was absolutely stinking. So we all <laughs> left. We all left and we went to this bar. Um, Curtis had a wee nap. And then Came into the bar, right? Curtis came came into this bar, and the full bar erupted as if Curtis just came back for serving like a ten hour Iraqi tour or something like that. Ten hour. Was like, it was like, like everybody in the bar hadn't seen Curtis in fifteen years. Wow. <laughs> Other people that won the ways thought Curtis was like a big deal. Oh, that's <laughs> as if he was like some sort of famous guy. Uh, that was so funny. But I, I don't know why they, why we ended up with people. I think that's, so I think that's why. Can you, can you remember Mission Beach, Kenny, when we rocked up to the, so we, we, we rocked up to the Mission Beach hostel and we were like, is there a bar? Is there a bar anywhere? And it was a really small place. We were like, yeah, there's a bar just down the street. So we walked in. It was pretty empty and there was this guy playing pool. And then we looked at him and he, we were like, oh, mate, is there anyone to serve a drink? And when he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm working. Just give me two seconds. So he was drinking a pint playing pool. But he was also working behind the bar, so I was right. like, "That's that's fair. It's fair enough. It's probably what the Australians do." So we booked the Whitewater rafting, paid two hundred fifty quid to go an hour's drive from Mission Beach to do the Whitewater rafting. So we get there and we get the Whitewater rafting thing, and the instructor who was drinking with us and playing pool with us the night before was the same fella. Uh, <laughs> from the night before. You're a barman. I was like, you're the barman. He was like, yeah, yeah I'm a, I'm a whitewater raft instructor as well. <laughs> I was like, professional pool player. So the next bit of candy, obviously, being Scottish and Irish and stuff, we're, we're we've got a wee bit of wits about it. So we said, then we were like, you know, what's the difference between the expensive package and the cheap package? in the Whitewater rafting because it's the same river and he was like the stupid people buy the deer one how long were you away in Australia um, all together about 10 months I think it was 10 months so see, uh, see if you could pick one standout moment from that 10 months what would you think it would be uh, it would be with Sundays all day like just the uh, yeah, just that travel just that, two, that whole two weeks from, not from day one, because day one with the tent was a nightmare. But that, that two weeks was unbelievable. But with Sundays is probably up there. That that day going about and the what was it like Coco Coco Rapids or something that bar was called? Uh, Mama Mama Africa. It's called Mama Africa. Mama Africa. Is it in there? Is it in your notes? Ah, oh, it's in my notes. So. <laughs>
Right, so we've done the travelling and then we had this, we, we all agreed that we were all going to go to Melbourne and we're all going to live in Melbourne. <laughs> um, so we all did, me, you, Keezy, John and Megs. Megs was already there, Megs had left earlier or something like that. Yeah. So she'd already set up in a, in a hostel and she go, Curtis, how did you get a job in there? I got a job because it- I just say there's any jobs. It says yeah, you can work for accommodation. So I worked in the bar for accommodation. Because because but, you'd done the bar before. Yeah, but at the same time, I was getting paid in fillers. I was getting paid like thirty dollars an hour. So working for accommodation, I was doing like oh, sixteen hours for, for free. Party? I fillers I earned. I think it was like fifteen hundred a, a week. So oh. it was, yeah, it was it was proper good. Like. So is that but, why you thought why am I doing this? And hi. Ah, so I was working for free for accommodation in that hostel, but. You were, I stayed at that hostel. Remember, because I think it was you stayed in my car or something. Right, that so night. That's what it was the first night. But you went out, you know, it wasn't the first night. It was the second night I stayed in your car. Yeah, the first night we stayed in that hostel place, remember? The first hostel oh, place. Oh, the first hostel, aye, aye. And then the second place, we went down the street. I got the job in the hostel, and then I stayed there. Uh-huh. But I've never stayed in the hostel before, except for like when we went traveling. So it was the first time I stayed in like, someone who works in the place. So it was like uh-huh. the wee like staff room but it was just completely disgusting <laughs> it was like I can't that was, was horrible in that thing that it was yeah, it's like bunk beds but it's, it's three it's like a bunk bed uh, a bunk bed and then a bunk bed or something like that wasn't it? it was really bad uh, that's, you, and then the sorry, sheets and sorry if you might be repeating ourselves a little bit on the podcast but Kenny how, how did you how did that come about you ended up having to sleep in the car then what was this I, didn't need, I, I didn't have any money I didn't have any money so uh, right. I I didn't have any money and Curtis was staying in there and he didn't need his car at night time. So <laughs> But then the second night uh Megs came out and said, Enough's enough, Kenny come on and took him into that staff room. It was like yeah. somebody's wardrobe. Somebody came into the wardrobe and just I asked Kenny to swap. Oh man. <laughs> aye, aye. So Never seen the like next that. morning we came down and I'm like, Curtis, I've locked your keys in your car. <laughs> and uh I think that was the nail in the coffin. I think that's why Curtis decided to go home. Man. He's like, I'm the, working for nothing. Uh, at the same time, we were out all day looking for jobs, remember? And the guy says, yeah, yeah, can you, you can come work for me doing waiter for a tenner an hour, like $10 an hour. And I was like, I was getting 30 quid an hour. Like, no. Uh. <laughs> and then the keys. And then at the same time, my phone just broke. My phone just had no service. And then... I was like stressing out because I've never went without a phone. Like I was eighteen, uh, and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> uh, quite, quite but, um, we ended. I was like, ah, "We'll get the keys. We'll get the keys. We'll be fine. Don't worry about it. We'll get like a coat hanger, and we'll put it uh, through the window." And he's like, "That's you mean you've just watched too much Goodfellas or something? You've just watched these gangster like, films? That's you're, you're ridiculous. That's not going to work. <laughs> it will. It will work. It will be fine." But see inside, I was shitting myself. I was like, <laughs> We need to smash his back window, man. Nah, that's, that's just what his, this, this is going to have to happen. But it did work. We got the coat hanging. Oh, did you actually do it? Bent the, bent the door open. Straight yeah, that is, that is tremendous, man. I didn't realise that would yeah. actually... I thought you were going to say you just end up having to smash the back window or something. No, no. That it was an old car, so we just had to unhook the thing. You just had to unhook yeah. it, so it worked. Like. Ah, right, okay. Didn't even bend the door, too. So anyway, good. sometimes your confidence takes you big places, by the way. Takes you places, bro. What <laughs> the best part was? The best part was, I drove. I was driving home with a broken phone, so I drove the whole way home from Melbourne to Gold Coast, and I got the Barn Bay, you know, like an RHA Gold Coast kind of. Uh-huh. My car broke. My car broke down. I left it at the side of the road, and Chef came and picked me up. Never seen it again. <laughs> oh, I never knew that. 
that. See, my phone was broke. I couldn't tell you. Oh, oh well, how, how, you cut how, I've seen you since. See, I, I had to get lend them a mate's phone. I had to get lend someone's phone. Text my brother off. I pulled in, waved someone in, got lend of their phone. Text my brother on Facebook saying where I was. And then he came and collected me and I never seen the car again. <laughs> how, how did, oh, see, just out of interest, how did you get from, was it Melbourne you were at that time? How did you get from Melbourne to Byron Bay without a sat-nav or without any, did you just Ah, it's one road. It's oh, one is road. it just, just one road? Uh, road. Uh, it's just road. But it's like 40 or like 30 hours or something. It's something ridiculous. Uh, it's, so you, your drive was... 16 hours and 46 minutes, 1622 kilometers. Aye, aye that's without a break, though. Aye, that's where if, if you don't drive, aye, aye but we done, we done, we done a thousand kilometers in a day one day. Eh? We done, aye, we went the whole way from Mission Beach, which is near enough to the Gold Coast, right up the very top to no, sorry, the first place we went to, I can't remember what it was called, right up to Mission Beach. Because you did, and then we worked our way down, didn't we? Something like that. Aye, because the weather was bad. So we drove through. We drove through the bad weather for two days instead of. Uh, Bought me the east coast to the top of the east coast. And then we got the Kearns actually. It was a Ranger and Celtic match. It was the first time Rangers played Celtic in like four years. That's right. Is there a cup on it? That semi final? I think Celtic beat them 2 0. 3 0 or something. That was the year before Rangers beat Celtic in the semi final, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, one each or something it was, and then uh, we got on penalties. I two each anyway, penalties, that's right. So, see, 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 just uh, before we talk about you coming back home, so see, see after you left us, and you obviously we, we got in contact again, and you found out that we'd like, kind of not won the lottery, but we'd done really well, and we were in a big apartment and stuff, were you kind of gutted? Ah, oh, but it was uh, 100%, I never, like, because I was younger, I was like 18 then, like, I never knew, like, being under pressure, like knowing that, like what a grind was. <laughs> so I like, sort of watch you do it, and I was like, "Has these guys not stressing out?" Like I didn't have a job for two days; I would stress out. Whereas <laughs> Kenny and Karen's like, "Gonna work itself out," and I'm like, "Freaking yeah, out!" I think I think I would be exactly like you though. But Kenny's just yeah. that type of person. He'd be like, "Ah, we'll figure it out." Yeah, <laughs> it was. And they always, they always got, like, it was experience. It was just having that. Yeah. I well, you couldn't, you couldn't know. Like me, me and Keys didn't have anything else. But we kind of just came back up the road with Curtis and go and stay in his brother's couch. Like, yeah, uh, true, true. Kind of had to make it happen. It was, uh, if we didn't think it was going to work out, then it wouldn't have. At the same time, I don't like city, so Melbourne and Melbourne and Sydney didn't really suit me in general oh, I because know. I don't really like Sydney. I don't really like cities to be honest. Like, see London and stuff that would freak me out. Like, too, it's too I'm busy. Saying, mate, I don't like. I don't like London. Oh. I've only ever been once, mate, and I'll never go back. Really like you don't like London? No, no, not at all. I, I quite like it. I think it's quite cool. Just for two days. No, no, you still yeah. live, but just to see it. Yeah, I, I went to make busyness. I went down, uh, it was the South Africa World Cup. I remember it. So, we, me and I've got a guy from, um, see, we were doing that Street League thing. Mm-hmm. So, me and a boy, Gary, uh, he was from Greenock. Um, we had this big sort of tournament through Street League, so through the whole of Scotland. Um, Street League picked two players to go to the they, they advertised it as go to the, the South African World Cup to represent Scotland and you'll play against all the different nations blah 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 so um, me and this boy Gary get picked from Scotland to go down and represent the UK and, and football but we had to go down to London first to meet up with the, the, the rest of the players from London I think it was about eight players from London it was a fives tournament eight players from London two from Scotland uh, so we went down to we went down to London didn't really know much about it, just thought 
big opportunity. Just go down there, have enjoy yourself, play football. And we got there, and it was like I remember getting in, coming out at uh, what's you call it? Is it Houston Station? Mm-hmm. London Houston, Houston, um, Houston, Houston. And then you go down to the subway, and it was just I remember just being like packed in it, and I, I I'm no like uh, nervous in like small spaces or anything. I don't think, but see yeah. just that amount of people, it just freaked me out. Yeah, but, same. And, uh, That's well. So we we went, so we went there. Sorry, and we had. Uh, I kept saying so. At this point, we never knew where we were staying. So I kept saying, me and Gary were like, "Wait, where, where did we see we go there? We were told it was going to be we were going to be staying in Johannesburg." So we're thinking, "Fucking brilliant! Like we're going to be at, uh, amongst all these bars and all the games and all that kind of stuff." And we got there uh, down in London, and she was like, "I said, can you show us where we're staying?" I was like, aye, aye, I'll show you, like, I'll show you. So we were, we were in London for three days before we went, and they got to the last day, and I was like, listen, we need to know where we're staying here. Like, I've not got a clue. I'm about to get on a plane and go to South Africa. Like, I need to know where I'm staying. And she showed us this, uh, this like, brochure sort of type thing. And it was, uh, it was an old boarding school, right? And it was, like, all these oh, dorm, yeah. all these dorm rooms, and it's like, you're sharing with all these, it was, like, 300 people from, like, fucking Kenya, but all these wow. African, and I was just like, are you kidding me on? I, I'm not doing this. <laughs> me and Gary were like, nah, <laughs> we just went home for something fucking get it there. No chance. <laughs> Did that go? No, no, no chance. No way. Didn't go. Wait, there was, there was, there was uh, guards, like with guns and all that outside. The, and I was like, <laughs> I, I, she was like, protect you? I, I was like, protect us for what? Like, why? I don't, I'm not comfortable in somewhere where I need protection with a fucking, <laughs> with a gun. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> protection, mate. See, see if you've got a gate. Like, in terms of there was a gate, we say just to stop people coming in. I'd be like, ah, fair enough. But no, I got a gun. I was like, nah, no way, not a chance. Did you? We you representing know. Scotland for aye, football. Aye. aye, so it was like a UK team. So it was like the oh. um, two from Scotland, as I say, and I think it was six or eight from England. Is he better yeah. than Kenny? Is he better than Kieran? Uh, no, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a crank player. Gav's, like. Gav's played with with Kizzy, haven't you? I'm sure. Aye, I've played years ago. Aye, aye. Uh, no, Kizzy's a crank player. With Kizzy, yeah. I'm sick of speaking about Kizzy, man. It's just it's that it's that different over here. Is. See, see a good footballer over here is nothing compared to a good footballer. Like when you go abroad, I mean, even like even even though it's just Scotland, the footballers over there who are good are generally way better than ones that we call good over here. Well, <laughs> Northern Ireland, Northern Ireland have got a good international team now, aren't they? I'm about a good. We've eleven decent players, but when you go on down the ranks, it's like bad. <laughs> like our, <laughs> Our football's not great over here. Like professional teams over here, the best teams over here train twice a week. So do you know what I mean? It's not. Yeah, it's like what's, the, yeah. what's that team that have got what, an association with Rangers and that? And they play Winfield. Winfield. Uh, are they not like, a really good team? They get all their money because they own the national stadium, so they get all their money from Northern oh, Ireland. So they just okay. keep winning the league. They'll just keep winning. The, they'll just. Oh, there's, right. It's very rare that they'll ever lose the league. Do you know what I mean? Ah, that's a good stuff. So, you're still watching the football, I've got to say. I will. Liverpool, what's the score? It'd be, it'd be, it'd be boring. Well, who's on at the moment? Oh, who's on at the moment? Oh, no, actually, nothing's on there at the minute. Oh, there's um, nothing on. Oh, right. Sorry, no, I thought you, you keep looking away there. I'm like, ah, what is this? No, no, nothing's on. Nothing's on. So, um, but, I mean, no, so, she, she, when you came back, so you came back after 10 months in Australia, what, what was the first scene you first landed? I'm assuming it was probably pushing her in, freezing. Oh, like, were you, were you almost a wee bit depressed? Like, were you just like, what the fuck have I done here? Or were you quite happy to come back to see your family and stuff like that? It was bit of both because when I was over there as soon as Kenny and Kieran, as soon as I sort of left Emmons, I went back to when I went back to the Cold Coast by myself. Um I worked in a pie shop but my R's were two to ten. 
So I didn't see anyone. So it was like I was just in Australia, but it was winter time there as well. So it was in Australia. It was cold and I had no mates. And I was like, I don't really want to be here anymore. So that's why I come home sort of a bit earlier, two months earlier. Um, so when I come home, it was nice and rain, but I was happy because it was, it was coming in the summertime because it was like May time. Plus, I was getting to see all my friends again. And then I was going to uni in September. So it was sort of, I was looking forward to it. Um, looking back at hindsight now, I wish I had stayed and tried a bit harder. Do you know what I mean? How Just tried you? a bit harder, done my farm work and stuff. Oh, would you? Uh, so you would have needed to leave us to go and do your farm work then, eh? I would have, I would have, to get my second year, I would have needed to do my uh, farm work. But I obviously tried to come home, went to Liverpool and uni to try and get my law degree, to try yeah. and then to go back out again on a skilled visa. But then that fell through. So, so you, um, so you lived in Liverpool for a while. I lived in Liverpool for six months. Yeah, you must have. You must have a wee story from Liverpool, eh? Um. So I went over with. It was my. That's oh, my ex-girlfriend. That was my girlfriend at the time. Um. I went over with her, but I literally. I think I went out every single night, and. <laughs> really. Then. Didn't didn't come in. Didn't I don't I can't remember where I lived actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's probably the main reason I dropped out. Of I was going to say, is that, you had is to that read. And... <laughs> so did you really know? Really you can't read when you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you, did you need to pay to go to uni there? Yeah, I still paying off my student loan now. Like, or I think I paid it off. Can't remember, but. It was a couple of quid, I can't remember what it was, a couple of grand, but I think it may be paid off already. Um, but oh, money back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I want to pay it, I'm trying to avoid it. <laughs> they keep going into my account, taking the money. But yeah, but I've done that for six months, which, same again. I was probably a bit too young and uh, was a bit too stupid and didn't, didn't pursue it because when you dropped out and then you realise you had to get a real job. Um, it was the first time after, because obviously I worked in Australia, but I just left school, went to Australia, worked there. It was like a holiday, come home, went to uni. And then once I dropped out of uni, it was like, okay, there's reality hit me now. I have to get a real job. And then that's sort of when the penny dropped on me that I probably should have. So did you, did you see yeah. after you dropped out and like you finished up in uni, did you still stay in Liverpool or did you just come straight back? To no, I just came, I just, came, just came straight home to Belfast. And then I worked in the printers, but obviously... When I worked in the printers, it was crap. I was um, doing shift work, so I done my PT course online, um, and then obviously done my done it with the guy who put me through it. Um, it was my boss at the time, and then done my PT course and started working in Pure Gym afterwards. But you, so you've trained. You've kind of always trained, haven't you? Cause yeah, I've trained for since I was sixteen. Uh, so. You were going to the gym after work and fiddles and that, weren't you? Yeah, I was going five in the morning. Yeah, so I've always always trained. Yeah, I've always I've always enjoyed training. Um, never knew what I was doing for a few years, like till probably about nineteen, eighteen. I was sort of sort of getting in this swing of it. Kenny taught me a good bit as well. Um, Smart man. That's yeah. probably that's probably the best thing that came at me doing my PT course teaching. Comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so and then your, obviously when she their macros, it's sweet. Uh, what was your job in? Pure gym pretty quickly then? Yeah, so we got, I was doing, I was working in the printers and then obviously as soon as I got my level three personal training, um, after my level two, what was a fitness instructor, um, then I got switched straight into Pure Gym. Uh, but the way Pure Gym worked, it was okay, 
but you either pay 500 quid a month rent or, or work 16 hours a week for free and you don't have to pay the rent. So that's why most gyms, I don't know what way it works now, like, but that's why most gyms over here work. But mm-hmm. the only thing was Pure Gym is in the centre of town in Belfast and the minimum we were allowed to charge was 30 quid, but we're self-employed. Um, now that's all well and good because that was good because you could make good money. Um, but the only thing was what done me out of being a very good PT was I, I feel you have to charge in the round 30 quid for a personal training session or like the, the group package that you get in the way of your one-to-one and stuff and your like your nutrition advice and all that sort of caper. Mm-hmm. But just up the street from me, people were charging like 10, 15 quid a session. So, yeah, so you weren't, you couldn't make money because they were undercutting that much that they were probably getting a quick quid for two months yeah. and it was just doing everyone over because they just wanted to make a quick buck for a few months and you know fine really yourself, it's never going to work like. I think it's probably so, a vanity thing as well. They probably see, they want to be able to say they've got 30 clients. Yeah, I've got 30 clients paying a tenner. Like, yeah. all right, you still make a wee bit of money but you're the work you're putting in, there's no Disney merit. You're, yeah. What you're charging, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the way the way it worked with Pure Gym. Yes, okay, the gym was cheap. It was twenty quid a month, but where Pure Gym was, where I where I worked, you had to pay parking, which was probably two three quid a day. Mm-hmm. Plus, then you had to pay your PT PT thing. Now I was sitting say on twenty sessions a week, say roughly, which was brilliant. It was like six hundred, seven hundred quid, depending what what I was charging. Um, but when it came to winter time, then that's when it hit me because you lose, say, half of them sessions. Uh, yeah. I just wasn't putting the money away and I wasn't smart with money. So that's where it <laughs> hit me hard. So you were, gonna, you were getting up at six o'clock in the morning in winter time to work for your gym for free and you weren't making any money yourself. Uh, <laughs> so that's what it hit me. I suppose but, the PT thing is something you can always kind of go back to, though, eh? Oh, it's cut off. No, yes. Oh, saying, sorry again, cut off. Sorry, mate, I was just saying PT is something, one of the things that you can always kind of go back to, though. Do you know what I mean? You've got the qualification yeah. there and you can. Like, it's definitely the most enjoyable job I've ever had, but one of the most stressful because obviously you're working for yourself. Um, right. you yourself sure, it is a lot about sales and promoting yourself, which I didn't feel it was good at because I didn't like doing it because I seen everyone else doing it. Right. And I, it just wasn't me. Um, I was more face to face and interacting with people in the gym. Whereas mm-hmm. a, a lot of a lot of money's made now is for like online clients and stuff like that, and I just didn't like that genre of it. But I can see why people do it because that's where the money is, and that's how people the society so fast nowadays that people need online stuff because they're doing stuff from the house, they're working uh, from home, and they're doing. So you can see it moving, but I just didn't like the movement of it. So it was like ah, it's so probably not for me. Did you did you Marion say that you that you would want to do some modeling as well? Um. I don't know. I don't know. Two commercials or something. Just it was just for a couple of companies over here. Just come up. They actually just come up to me in the gym and they're like, "Do you want to make a few? Do you want to make a bit extra money?" And I was like, "What's it doing? <laughs> Is it only fans? <laughs> <laughs> only fans, mate. You should give that a go. You make a fortune." <laughs> <don't you>? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Nah, nah." Um, I was like, oh, what is it? And they're like, we'll just do a wee, uh, promo video just for our company. What was it called? Uh, Chopped. Chopped. It's pretty big over here, but at the time I didn't know it was big. What um, is it? It's like a, like a solid restaurant place. Um, oh, it's, pretty, it's pretty So it's nice, like fitness modeling type thing you were doing? Yeah, no, no, it was just, it was just a wee commercial, just like a, like a video. It's not like right, right. a guy goes into a gym, lifts weights, and then he's going there after. But right. they gave me like 500 quid for it. It was pretty... 
pretty sweet Sorry, like yeah. <laughs> I was like yeah, well, I'll take it what was that, oh, I was just pictures <laughs> pictures I don't know I was just pictures so it was for my mates my mates wee business that was it um, but yeah the, the main thing I take from PT was probably calories like learn how to count calories once uh, it, once it, once I learned that personally for myself, that's what changed my life. Rather it's very than simple, mate, isn't it? Like, she, she even, a lot of people complicate it and think, oh, if you want to lose weight, you're in a calorie deficit. If you want to maintain, you're maintaining. If you want to put on size, whatever, you're in a surplus. Yeah. Uh, I've been, I listened to, I finished James Smith's book and I'm listening to yeah. Tony Robbins now because I'm just a cultured man like that. So Tony, <laughs> Robbins, <laughs> Tony Robbins puts it like, you know yourself in your brain what you need to do. But you need you need leverage to make you follow through with that in your brain. Hmm. So if you so it's all right to like, I am I've never been so heavy in my life now, and I know I know exactly what I need today. I'm and I know me. exactly how to execute it. But yeah, I still come on here and drink. Oh, hey. if, if if Paula, see if Paula was like, when she said a gallbladder, no, she, I she did a gallbladder. No, it wasn't. It was an appendix. It was an appendix. appendix. She had an appendix. So I'll keep you right. Listen, Kevin. <laughs> uh, that's that's why I'm not having a drink tonight because just in case I'm, she had to be a week from a, a wee scar so I was like ah, you're going to be okay you're right you sure and she's like I don't know I don't know and I'm, hey, well no drinking <laughs> <laughs> inside he's like bastard I've got a couple of things I want to ask you right so I'm pretty I might be totally wrong here, but I'm pretty sure these are Northern Irish phrases, right? And you need to tell That's me what, what they actually mean, right? <laughs> so there was a couple that I knew, but I'd take them out. So these are ones that I had no idea what they mean, right? So, and please <laughs> correct me if I'm saying it wrong as well. Yeah. So, Augeus Handlin. What? Ah, doesn't know that one, does he? No, Ogi- come on, just... Augeus Handlin. Augeus Handlin? No. Ah, uh, oh, mate, Google's think, done me here. Do people see people in Northern Ireland? Do they speak Irish? Some of them? Uh, uh, Irish, uh, yeah. Well, okay, so, mate, these, yeah. Might be, these might be phrases that are actual Irish. No, no, um, some of them are, but some of them definitely are, mate. Right, go give another one. Right. Bout ye. Bout ye? Bout ye. <laughs> That's that just, what about, what about you? Like, how you doing? Bout ah, ye. Right, okay, so it's like a, <laughs> just saying, how you doing, mate, what's happening, kind of thing. Ah, uh, about you, uh, right. I would say this is a pr- probably a wee bit Scottish as well. Corton, Corton, Corton. I think that is Scottish. This is going to do like a wet balloon, isn't it? Lead balloon. This, 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 this is the sixteen slang phrases you'll need to know in Northern Ireland, Gav. Aye. It may actually just be the way you're saying it because it's too Scottish for me. I'm trying to say <laughs> in Irish, right? Corton, Corton. Court, like a court, like you're like, like, trying to pull. What are you on? What are you on here? Because I want to try and search it. What are you on? Just, just right hey, off and just type in the very first thing that comes up. Very first thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've done my research. Nah, I, I, you'll know Colton. That's like you're, you're, you're out on the pool, isn't it? Aye, aye, pretty much. He's going to, he can't look though, because then you're going over there. Oh, are you saying, was the first one you were saying? Oh, there, there. Number eight was the first one I'm sure it was Augie's Handling. Curtis. Buck what is, what is, you trying to say Buck Agent? No. That's the next one. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, oh, Buck Agent, like you're, like you're Buck Agent, like, a, like an idiot. Like uh, a... Buck, 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 buck,
<laughs> Tell them what buck means. Just, no, it's just like a buck agent, like a... No, oh, no. do you not know what buck means? No, I don't no. know what buck means, no. Gaff doesn't know. Oh, like, um... Like, like fuck on someone, like buck, like go, like... <laughs> Rather than an F, it's a B. <laughs> oh, a fucking idiot? Aye, so that means fucking idiot. Aye. Ah, right, okay. Right. This one, I'm not really holding up too much hopes to this, but, to be honest, but the price, the price of Thon is a terror. The price of Thon is a terror. What number uh, is it? I don't know, mate. I just number 10. Number 10. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. so, yeah, it's expensive, so it's pricey as fuck. But, see these phrases? You think they're more kind of older generation? The, so, bougie, bargain. I would use how you so would you use the we, or you say we all the time. Uh, uh, what, about, what, about, what about um, yoke? Yoke, uh, you would say yoke. What does, what does yoke mean? Uh, it could be a few things, mostly a car. All right, but so you would say, uh, look at that yoke. I uh, would say, look at that wee yoke. All right. So like a car, yeah, so like a car. So There's nothing to do with egg? That's some, no, no, it would be mostly, that's um that's some yoke you've got there, so car. That's <laughs> mental. What about, uh, <laughs> what about tonging? Tonging? See that one, no. Uh, oh, no, that would be more down, uh, down Derry, I'd say. Or oh, London Derry, yeah, yeah. depending on where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, yeah. Founder, you would use that. Boys of the Air, yeah. Bon Jacks, yeah, they would use that. Yoke, yeah. I wanted, I wanted this, high the Scottish and Irish. Up to high dose. That's yes. Scottish, eh? I, uh, I don't think it's, I don't think we use it as an overexcited thing. I was, I've had, I'm up to. Ah, uh, you're stressed. Region. Uh, yeah. I stressed out. I uh, we stressed out. We, we use it for stressed as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll run. There'll be, there'll be a few. There'll be a few a few ones you wouldn't know. Like, right, go for it. Um, see, see, tip cut is see before you say them, right? You can say the, say the phrase and then we'll try and guess it, right? All right, so I'll say the, say the Kenny. Like, ah, oh, Kenny's fucking lean. You think he was like skinny? <laughs> so oh. you go, oh, he's fucking lean, that fella. Like, you did ripping, like, it's toned? No. So, right, so basically, it means he's an absolute balloon. He's a buck Egypt. Like, he's. He's, 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 he's acting a complete moron, but you say lean because it sounds like a compliment. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you're like, you? so you're like, oh, fella's a complete, he's lean, he's lean to the highest degree. So, is that, is that you he's like, yeah, so yeah, it would be more like, a, I think so, it would be like, oh, that guy's lean. So, he's hanging, he's all chuffed for himself, hanging, like, oh, this is brilliant, and lean. He's just not really in. He's not really in with the group. <laughs> <laughs> um, sl- sliding down as well. Sliding down would be used. Sliding so down. So I would be like, so sliding. So I'd be like, ah, oh, like something's really good, or like, like say you had a really good night out. Be like, ah, oh, night was sliding down. So is this is this Northern Irish phrases, or is this Cutlass and his pals phrases? These are not. But the Irish faces that might be made up for me, my friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, Curtis, you're from Northern Ireland, mate, so... No, he's <laughs> getting that. No, he's not. He's <laughs> <laughs> up for him. He learned them in a street. He's a fucking idiot. You just use dead on, don't you? What's that, mate? Dead on. You would say dead on. Aye. 
Because Australians think it's offensive. Like, they think you're being, like, sarcastic. They're going, like, dead on, like, as if, like, oh, like, dead on, like, settle down. Oh, Whereas we say dead on is like, oh, oh yeah, no worries, dead on, mate. Yeah, yeah. Must have been used to say it, used to say it over there and used to, like, sort of, like, screw their face up a wee bit. Uh, it must have been obviously like, hanging about with like, Australians. We didn't really hang about with anybody before. Like, not at, just just my brother's people. friends, and they were sweet. Uh, uh, your brother's got some life out there, eh? Oh, that's pretty cool. Like, well, he's all he's sat down there. Gavi, Curtis, your brother's an actual citizen, isn't he? Got your citizenship uh, not long ago. Citizenship. Yeah, be, the babies. The ba- I know it's your tribe, but. They have to, the only way he can sponsor me is through his business and he has to advertise it to the Australians first. Um, so basically he has to put a job advert out and Australians like, aren't allowed to, like, uh, they have to want, not want to take it. Yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's a long process, but it's a bit too hard at the moment. So, so the first thing, well, the only time I met you, right, was it, was it Kenny Stettieth? So, oh, yeah. What, what, um, was that the first time you've been in Glasgow? No, no, not in years. Like I remember a Rangers match I went to. It was like two thousand and two. It was Rangers beat Dundee United like three two. But I was a kid, so it was like six or something. Um, but yeah, probably that I can remember anyway. As an adult, anyway, how did you find it? Do you think it's quite similar to Belfast? I really, yeah, I really like Glasgow. It's really similar to Belfast, to be fair. Um, When when we get you back then. Oh, I'd love to come back whenever the bars open again. Hi, <laughs> that's what we, we we've got a group chat. Everybody that travelled still, we still yeah. talk every now and then. Ever, I'll try to get everybody that was that was every, there every together. Try to get, yeah. My favourite place would probably be Liverpool for a night. Like, oh, that would yeah. be my favourite. Yeah, I've been in Newcastle. Oh, that's what I mean. A bit. I was over there with my ex girlfriend. She didn't drink, so I didn't really get to go heavy on it. Uh, I know. So, uh, so we'll sort it. Well, that's why I she's an ex-mate. <laughs> oh, oh. Don't, don't do that. Don't bring, don't bring people down in this podcast unless they're here. <laughs> um, bye. Mate, this was class. I don't know how long we've been going for. I don't know if we're meeting. We're Probably about two hours, can Do you think so? That oh, must be I. <laughs> no. Gav says every podcast for 11 episodes, Gav said, that must have been about two hours. Must have been. Like, I don't know what is it? I don't know. It doesn't tell you, mate. I, I think it's about an hour and a half. About an hour, an hour and 20 minutes ish. Nice. It's like Joe Rogan. So you're not going to make a record here, cut this by any means. <laughs> but, mate, it was so cool you to come on. I actually thought. Thank you very much. Thanks for having taste, me. I thought I was going to have to scramble and find somebody else this morning. You knew pure pies and. Oh, I was. Away in that, I, and I was, was, like, I was I'm over. Oh, <laughs> I was, I was over. <laughs> did, you have, did you have the fear? Ah, oh, no, it was. It was I was alright, I actually went for a run and then came back and went back for another nap but I, I can deal with hangovers pretty alright but it's the first couple of hours it hits me and you rung me within the first couple of hours and then went, nah, not right now, big man. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, thanks very much for coming on, man. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say we'll tag you on Instagram but we can't because you've not got social media. I know, I need to get it back on so I'll need to get it back on. You don't need to, mate. You don't, you, it's not your thing. thing. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. Though. I was, uh, really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Well, as I say, I think I think we should um, see if you just want to get John involved and get Keisha back on. We cut this. And oh, I, I can just I can just ask his daft questions about your travels. I, 
it's oh, just purely, purely because we've got Matt Lynch. Did you meet Matt? Uh, I'm not sure. Sure, Matt, Matt was. Remember, we all play football together. Uh, Bond. I think that was nice. sweet. Big Motherwell fella, he hates Rangers. <laughs> oh, so much, man. So much. <laughs> he hates yeah. Rangers. He does. He hates like more than anything in the world. Like, he just hates Rangers. <laughs> um, well, there's a few stories about that. There was a night Rangers played Motherwell and he went out and watched it. We'll try and get everybody on. Aye, that'd be funny. I don't know how it would work. Will it? I think everybody would speak over everybody. But... No, we could, we could have. I'll, so that's what I'm saying. I'll ask a question. So I'll say something. What's your thoughts? Yeah, What's your experience in this? And then people can chip in there. Eh? Hi, because everybody. It's, it is very hard to run a podcast, like, isn't it? Like when you actually when you actually look at them and you like you look at Joe Rogan's stuff, you're like, he does pretty well to run that because they're oh, pretty hard to run. Aye. That's the elite aye. level, though. Do you know, you don't you don't get a hundred million dollar deal from Spotify otherwise. So yeah. <laughs> crazy. Like we'll need it. We'll need it. Eh? We're ah, pretty sure. Close. Close. I'll probably say we're off about fifty now, but. <laughs> 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 but we need to get get organised and. Just let me know. Just let me know whenever I'm free. I'm on furlough anyway, so I'm free anytime. Just you're doing absolutely nothing anyway, apart from playing Call of Duty. So you're literally, you're literally doing shifts of Call of Duty right now. That's <laughs> insane. But get my hey, Tinder well, thanks up. For, thanks for joining. Get your Tinder up. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, share. Uh, just get his pure famous. Follow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right,